podcast friends. My name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check, mic check, mic check. What's going on friends? This is uh who else would have fucking me, right? Back uh brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Uh, I apologize for this episode being very delayed um, as the next last time I made a podcast, I was going to say that I was to make a follow up uh, because seating gear was like a week away. And unfortunately, I couldn't go to uh, seating gear because I was dealing with a B problem, right? This is it's homeowner shit, man. Just uh, my neighbor had like a beehive and um, on their, their chimney and their chimney is directly located across from my office upstairs. And um, I don't know how or why but the bees were getting confused and all of a sudden i came back home one day and there were just bees in my office felt like i was in a in candy man number two or something man um it was it was weird yeah so anyways i had to uh take care of that muy pronto uh but i was at a pre-event for seating gear over at free uh free fly rentals in in burbank and uh, i did get to see some some cool stuff hands-on uh the atlas uh, new Mercury lenses that was on the Venice 2. Uh, I got to see the Infinity Bars in action. Um, and then right, uh, like an hour before I was I was planning to leave, uh, it was like around 8 o'clock or something, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, and Aperture had busted out their, their new um, like 2600 and 1500 watt um, units. And we were everyone was like, what the hell are those? Uh, so that was pretty cool to, to see. Uh, anyways, today's episode is going to be um, pretty much uh, this concept that, or, or this notion that things have never been better for us as filmmakers, right? In regards to equipment, in regards to gear, cameras, lenses, support, uh, lighting, um, battery options, right? Like the whole the whole spectrum of where things are now, it's never been better for, for any of us. Whether you are starting out as a filmmaker, whether you're, you are a one-man band or you have a small agency, small production company, or large production company. Maybe you're a seasoned filmmaker. The gamut of options from like you know low budget stuff to mid budget stuff to high budget stuff, it, it's it's incredible, right? So take for instance lenses. I just talked about the Mercury lenses, and I will say that the Mercury lenses are very, very nice. If you have an opportunity to rent them, they are very, very, very nice. I do plan on getting um, at least the. For, uh, what is it? The 42 and the 72, hopefully this year. Um, they had the 27 there on uh, on demo, but I don't know. The 27, it, it, it's nice. Um, it's nice to have that focal range. Um, but for a 1.5 times squeeze, like, you know, it, it there there is quite a decent amount of um, barrel distortion. Uh, the, the, the optics and the image quality is superb, though. It's, it's extremely clean. So you're getting a very clean image with all the characteristics um, from the Mercury lenses, but man, there's a lot of there's a lot of distortion, especially if you're like near minimum focus, right? If you're going for that sort of um, you know chivo, um, you know wide angle look in your in your you know kind of like revenant kind of look uh, with anamorphic 1.5, especially anamorphic, um, it, it it's it's really awkward. Um, so I mean, it's it's like maybe for music video or something where you want that huge amount of distortion and great. Um, but for like a, a general purpose use lens, I, I don't know if I, if I, if I would want to use that, the, uh, the 27 millimeter, but that's just my own preference. Okay. So speaking of lenses, right? 
let's just go back like maybe six years ago, right? Six years ago, there weren't a lot of options when it came to lenses, right? You had, uh, as far as uh, commercial cinematography, right? Which is, which is my realm. Um, even if you're doing like high-end corporate stuff, right? Uh, you had like your Zeiss CPs, CP1, CP2s. I think the CP3s were already out there. Um, you had the, like the Fujinon range, right? The Carbio lenses for, for docu, reality, um, ENG kind of stuff, right? You had, um, um, you had your Cook lenses, the Speed Pancros. Um, you had, um, uh, what else? Like, I mean, mine's like the, like the, the Airy Master Primes and the Ultra Primes and, uh, the Signature Primes that came out later on, right? Um, you had like Canon CNEs, you had the Sigma full frame primes, which, which were relatively new and like the Rokinon zines. Like, so there, there weren't really a lot of options when it came to like cinema lenses. There, there really weren't. It was just like, you know, you're either rocking like the expensive Fujinon Carabio lenses, you're rocking, um, you know, like Cook S4s, uh, you were rocking maybe the Canon Cines, um, or like Zeiss Super Speeds. And, and all these lenses were either, were either rentals or, you just had a shitload of money and you're able to afford them, right? Um, there weren't really other options. You know, people were like starting like Cinema lenses and Duclos. They were offering uh, Cinema lenses for like still lenses and, and things like that, right? But fast forward now, you have everything from like, you know, DZO has a full line of Cinema lenses, Cinema Primes, uh, macro Cine lenses, right? You have Laowa who have uh, 1.5 times, 2 times anamorphic lenses and full frame cine zooms you have um even companies like uh siriu have anamorphic lenses right basin has her line of of anamorphic lenses um uh, you still have like all the lenses from canon and from sigma and from sony and you know so like what, what i'm trying to say is that it, there are so many options now and it just makes it, it gives us the opportunity to have more tools at different price ranges more options right maybe you don't maybe you don't need um, to maybe you're not at the level where you're renting out, um, airy signature pumps, or you're renting out cook S4s, or you're renting out, um, Atlas Orion anamorphics, or you're renting out whatever, you know, fancy expensive lens you can think of. Right. Um, maybe, maybe the Vasa lenses are in your budget. Maybe the, um, uh, I'm just, maybe like the D the DZO Vester primes are in your your range, right? They're affordable. You can make your return on investment and they're not going to be sitting on a shelf for like five years collecting dust. You know what I'm saying? Um, gimbals now, right? I mean, do you have like the RS2 Pro, which you can still purchase? Uh, DJI has a new RS, RS3 and the RS3 Pro. Um, drones, there's like, there's so many freaking drones now, right? DJI has a whole lineup of drones from like small drones to the new Inspire 3 um, to like the Mavic 3 line. Um, audio options right i mean like uh, audio hasn't i don't think audio has changed uh like too much as far as like microphones but i mean like deity has a whole new lineup sennheiser has you know their their lineup of like like the mke 600 to like the 416 um audio technica has lines of like condenser microphones and hyper cardio microphones um lavaliers and we have like these tiny um like mini transmitters from dgi and and deity just to release um they have they have one um, Hollyland has new ones, right? So you guys, it's never been better to, to re reassess your, um, your assets, your business assets, your equipment, see what you need, see what you don't need, and then look above the horizon or look towards the horizon to see if there is something that, man, you know, I think it's a good opportunity where I live in my market. 
they're they're like car rigs. Like there's only like two people in my area that have car rigs. Maybe it's time to invest in a Tilta Hydra, right? And I think like BNH has um, BNH and Film Tools and all of them. Uh, I think right now like Tilta has like um, a discount on them. Obviously, it depends on when you're listening to this, right? Um, so there there's options. There's so many options, right? So um, you know what I what I would highly invite you to do is is take the time. Um, as the year, you know, progresses and, and before the year, year ends, look at some of the things that are out now and see if like, you know, maybe your old tripod is just, it's so fucking beat up and, you know, the latches, the one of the latches barely works or, or whatever it is, right? Maybe it's time to invest in a new tripod system. And, and I'm not saying, you know, go buy like a Flowtech 75 with an active 10, although, you know, that's a nice fucking tripod, right? Or a Miller tripod or an O'Connor, whatever it is, right? Um, maybe, maybe you have just some old Manfrotto tripods and, and you're looking into just upgrading to something new, right? Benro has an entire lineup of, of affordable tripods that are sturdy and that will last you, right? Um, even Sackler has like their, um, not their lower end, but you know, it's not like a Flowtech system, but you know, they have like their ACE XL system. Um, you know, you might want to look into, uh, just, just different options, right? Like maybe you can find something on, on, um, on Craigslist because, or eBay, because here's the thing, right? Is once all these new units that are out, uh, whether it's a light, whether it's a, a new set of lenses or a tripod or, or a slider, whatever it is, right? The old stuff is gonna have to go, right? So people are gonna have to, or people are gonna wanna sell their old stuff to get the new stuff. So it's a great time to look on, on eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, and see, oh man, you know, maybe I can't afford, like let's just let's just keep with the tripod thing, right? Maybe I can't afford a Flowtech 75 um, the ground spreader and inactivate fluid head, right? But maybe I can't afford someone's oil, someone's used, um, um, you know, like F, uh, maybe not the FSB, probably maybe an FSB four, right? You ever know someone be just getting rid of it or something like that. And you're like, oh man, that's a good, that's a good deal. Right? So right now it is a time to look at your inventory, look at your assets, see what can be upgraded, see what you don't need anymore, sell it, and then use that towards new, uh, new assets that are going to bring you a, a, a higher return on your investment, right? Um, so the things that kind of caught my eye that I did see uh, that I did that that you know worked out for me again the Alice Mercury lenses are really really nice. Uh, the Infinity bars I actually picked up uh, a pair of the PB3. They're like the one foot Infinity bars. Um, I like them a lot. They're uh, they're very very they're very very nice. I do plan on getting uh, more of the the PB3s. Um, I don't know if I'll get the the PB6 or the what the hell is the other one? PB, PB eight or PB twelve? Basically, like the two foot and the four foot ones, um, because I I think I I want to get the Amran P four C uh, tubes, the the four foot tubes. Um, I, I've seen them and those ones are really 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 nice, especially for what I need. Like that is perfect. You know, I don't really need. I I like the Infinity bars because they're because they look like they're they're practicals built into its set, but I I realistically don't think I would need. Uh, for my stuff that I normally do, uh, I don't need like the four foot ones or the six foot ones. I'm not trying to daisy chain like 20 infinity bars, right? I just need like these little one foot practicals that I can put in small places that look like they belong in the space um, that are battery powered that I can use with Citus Link and aren't going to get in the way. And, and if I wanted to, I can connect them all, right? Because you can, you can connect the, the PB3, the one foots together with their little like a uh, latch system, right? Um, I did get the Amran 300C as uh, RGB is something I, I use a lot of times, but the times that I do use RGB, it's like, oh man, I wish I had 
you know, another RGB um, light. I have, I still have those old Falcon Eyes 18 TD. It's a two by one flex light. It's by color though. It's not RGBW. Only RGBW stuff I have are like the, the Nanlite tubes, the six C's and the, the 30, the 30 X, which I've had those for about a year, a year and a half. Um, and, and those are great. Right. But I need, I needed like a lamp that I could either, you know, put uh, a modifier on or shoot through some diffusion, uh, or use as, as, um, like a source four, right. With like a projector mount, um, or with barn doors and, and create like, like a slash or anything like that. I need something RGBW. So I got the Amaran 300 C. Um, I like that. I like it a lot. Again, this isn't a gear review thing, uh, but I will say for, for the price and what you get, um, highly recommend 300 C. Um, the one fifty. I, I didn't get the one fifty C because my philosophy is always, I always just get the bigger thing. If it's like a regular unit, right? So I'm talking about like, like I didn't get a light map plus one. I was like, no, I don't need a one. I need a three or a four, right? Um, the fours, I didn't get a three, a fours of 300. At the time, the 500 was the biggest one. I was like, no, I want a 500, right? Um, what else? Um, same thing with like the, the 300 C, right? Say, like, I don't want the 150. I'd rather have more power and not um, have the, I'd rather have more power and not use it than buy a smaller fixture and wish I had more power. You know, because those times where you just need more power, you're like, oh, shit, I don't have enough power, you know? Um, so that's my philosophy. Um, what else, man? I mean, like, yeah, that that's uh, other than the Infinity Bars, the Iron Man 300C. Um, I just got a couple of, like, little knickknacks, things in there, just more uh, organizing shelves because I have not necessarily more equipment, but my equipment was kind of just lying around everywhere, and it's just a pain in the ass. So I got some more, like, storage shelves, and, and I spent, like, a week just asset tagging everything and relabeling things um, properly because sometimes I do work with different crew members and um, it's difficult when they ask, hey, David, where's the, where are your SDI cables? Oh, it's in that black bag. Uh, which one? There's fucking 10 of them, right? So now by organizing and labeling things, um, shout out to Rob Machado for uh, getting me on that. I worked with Rob uh, a couple months ago on a show, so that was really cool to see his, his, his process and see his workflow. Um, so definitely took a lot of inspiration from him. Um, and yeah, you know, just, just, just little, little knickknacks here and little like small magic arms, little, um, uh, additions to my pro aim cart, um, like the C stand holder and, and, and like, you know, um, uh, cable hook, uh, cable hook. What the hell is it called? It's basically like, like a little aluminum thing that hooks onto the cart that you can hook cables on. Right. So things like that. Um, I got an EcoFlow too, uh, recently, um, because there are times where I, I definitely do wish I had everything just concentrated on my camera cart and having EcoFlow on there, I, I can, you know, charge my V mounts, charge my, my goal mounts, um, charge USB devices without having to figure out, oh man, where the hell am I going to put the charging station today? You know, or, or tell the second AC like, Hey, um, do your best, go find a place to set up a charging station. Right. And it's like, oh, Hey, the charging station is in in the new shot now, it's like, okay, now we're going to fucking move it, right? It's like, I wanted something self-contained uh, that could, uh, once it's depleted, like, you know, such as the EcoFlow, I can charge it and it won't take me like 12 hours to charge, you know? A full charge on the EcoFlow, I think is like 70, it's something ridiculously quick, like 70 minutes. Like, it's like a little over an hour, which is which is nuts for a 768 watt um, battery backup unit, you know? So I guess, you know, that, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, if, if, if anything, just start looking at some stuff that you really could use, um, and, and just make a list where right? I make a list and go, go through it and, and see what could benefit you, uh, either 
this year or benefit you next year? Because right now is a great time to start looking at upgrading, um, upgrading or replacing some of your your business assets. All right, I'm gonna do my best to, to keep this ball rolling. I am gonna be on a feature film uh, for the next two weeks and like straight, and so that will definitely kill me to some extent. Uh, so I, I'm I'm planning to to at least have the podcast episodes that I need to get done, like kind of blow pointed out. So that way when I when I do get get back to um get back to the future film, I can start um pumping out these episodes for you guys. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate it. Please share the podcast with your friends, your homies, your helmets. Oh, before before I forget, Kickstarter for my film, A Drowning Heart is live. It's been live for um, almost a week now. So I will have a link to the Kickstarter in this episode. Um, please support the Kickstarter. Uh, we've already shot part two of three. I need to be able to, to shoot um, or finish part one and three, but I need I need some funding help, y'all. Your boy needs a little help, right? Um, so I, I would highly, highly invite you guys to check out the Kickstarter. Um, part two is available to watch. The link is in the Kickstarter, so you can see exactly what we shot already. Um, there is a fight scene, so uh, I was very, very, very pleased with the fight scene. Uh, shout out to Jay Quan and Sophie Cook, uh, who took the time uh, for months of pre-vis and, and helping me make this this fight scene as best as it could be. Um, yeah, so how the Kickstarter there. Other than that, uh, as always, friends, I appreciate it, and I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Ciao!